0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Serie Audio Experience with IfTV. Another round in the books, another big Serie weekend filled with goals, filled with upsets. Antonio, how are you right now? You're are you looking at me jittery. for upset? Looking jittery.
1: I'm not jittering.
0: <laughs> I mean, there was an upset on your side.
1: Well, we we lost the first game, and I mean, the and second. Uh,
0: second in a row. It's
1: something that I wasn't unexpected, but uh, thank God I didn't get to watch the game because I was playing. Actually, I was refing and uh, it's better, because actually, I'm gonna start to change it. I'm gonna listen to Ludovico. Every time that I'm on the studio watching AC Milan, AC Milan always comes up with a win Mm -hmm. or with a positive stuff. So from now on, if AC Milan is playing at nine o'clock in the morning, Mm I'm coming to the studio. <laughs> we're just we're not going to let you in, And I don't worry Even about that. Have those 6.30 uh, games. <laughs> I have a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> i get myself in. I don't that, need you to. That's to, vandalism, so, so let me in.
0: We've heard that Ludovico doesn't want to come to watch games anymore because uh, Napoli, he's, he's nervous about Napoli uh, losing over right here.
2: <laughs> Didn't he come to watch the game? The last what, game? What
0: game did he come here that, uh, that well, Napoli lost? That inter. With the, the Inter. inter. So so. He was here for the Inter game, yeah. I guess.
1: Oh okay So then the Napoli The the, the game against uh, Lazio Then he didn't want to come yeah. He cancelled and, mm-hmm. and then they won. Without Osiman And Languista They wound up winning For nothing
0: They might have been Even better and I, I, I
1: thought you
2: told me That he was coming I
3: he, uh, no, no. At first, I thought he was coming, but uh, he couldn't make it. So no, he didn't yeah. want
1: to come because I spoke with him during the the game uh, during the, the the game of the complex over there at the Verazzano. He said, "No, I'm, I'm, when it's Napoli lose, I have to change. It's I uh, I question. Yeah, that's what he's starting to do. This, this, and that. <laughs> the know, superstitious this, this. hand gestures. So, no, uh, uh, yeah. so he said, uh, I got to change, otherwise." Uh, Things that did not work and they need to be changed. So uh, that's uh, that's what I did.
2: I guess uh, San Gennaro doesn't.
1: Yeah, the holy water didn't work. So uh, uh, it, I yeah. guess he's getting something something else instead he of holy water. He
3: all of us with that. He was throwing the holy wa- water
0: all
1: yeah. over the place. He took a shower. Enough. Yeah. So that's why I'm a holy man today, and I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm a holy.
0: Fair enough. Uh, big round. We, we also have Cedia starting. Uh, if you're watching this uh, today, today we got we got Seria back. So we got to recap uh, what happened. In uh, the last match day Michael, where would you like to start?
3: Where would I like you to start? You never start star. Hmm <laughs> Before we start Do we want to talk about You guys are wondering You guys have a red mark on your cheek What's going on? What's going on? All this If you guys were on the watch along streams We explained it But I think we're not to explain it again
0: Seria did a really good initiative Un Rosso a la Violenza Which is uh, to raise awareness Against women abuse Um, Really nice. Every player we saw uh, walked in with a a red mark on their face. Uh, We also did a nice campaign on social media along with Serie A where we had different people from all across uh, online send us in pictures, send us in big moments. Uh, Everyone came together and supported it. So we wanted to jump in yeah. and uh, and help bring some more awareness and, to it as well. And we want
3: to say thank you for all the fans that send in the photos and, and stuff like that. A lot of uh, Serie A reposted a lot of these stuff, so we're, we are really proud to be a part of this annual initiative that they're doing. And um, yeah, till till next year till we do it again. Yeah, yeah very gone. good. Good job by Serie a
0: and good mm. job
2: by AFTV. Thank
0: you. <laughs> all right, Michael. Michael didn't choose uh, quick enough. So uh, let's start okay. with Juventus Atalanta. Uh, Atalanta 1-0. Yeah. 1-0. Uh, a match that uh, was was back and forth at, at one point. I, I thought that um, it was going to be a little bit more intense. And, and I thought with, with the way that Atalanta attacked, I thought it was going to have a little bit more than just uh 1-0 matchup in this one. Juventus at home. I did not expect them to lose. Uh, you make a mistake, though. This guy, Zapata, is a killer. I mean, Morata mm-hmm. loses that ball. It goes directly to him. And he's not going to think twice about it. Uh the only other thing I have to say about Juventus is that you still feel they have no fear. There's no fear in the team. There's nobody that you see that instills fear that is like, yeah. This guy scares you. Every team has such a top number nine, you know, that, that will score a goal in any moment, and you don't feel that same thing at Juventus. The problem is is very deep. It's it's more deep than just a number nine. Yeah. But that's that uh, was a big thing that i felt from the match what do you think
2: so i was listening uh to um to allegri uh talking about the game he thought that morata played the best game of the year <laughs> he said that morata did a, yes he said that he did an absolutely great job but te- technically tactically moving coming back he said he did everything and but he always gets uh, the short end of the stick, and it's getting criticized. But it's not fair because the uh, the performance from Juventus was very good against Atalanta. But Atalanta uh, got the break, and they got uh, and they scored a the goal. But he was happy with uh, with the way uh, that. Uh, You went to perform. Anyway, so they asked uh, uh, Allegri, how do you, you know, how do you come out of this? I mean, you are, he goes, well, we are in the middle of the storm. And this is a a question that I will also ask you. We are in the middle, we're on a boat and we are in the middle of the storm. In the eye of the storm. And uh, how do you come out of the storm? Do you fight back or do you find a way? To get out, the sailor will always find a way to come out of the storm. Do you agree with that, analysis I do.
1: You know, to for me did not deserve to lose.
2: No, no. Let's start with yeah, the, uh, with yeah, the let's sailor. Say, okay. I, start on the sailor. It's
1: coming, coming from my uh, my uh, professional. Uh, That's why I asked you because well, yeah, your, your father uh, was a sailor yeah, and you. I was a sailor th- t- too. Okay. A fisherman actually. A sailor is someone. Okay. That just, uh, a fisherman. So uh, I got caught several times in uh, very nasty storms, and what you learn while you are into the high of the storm is to be very, very cool. If you panic, you're done. In other words, you lose. You can die. All right. So you have to just be very cool. Yeah. And let wow. don't let the, don't rush, don't rush in decision making. Just fight, fight it the proper way because once you are into the ocean there is no way that you can escape so allegri i think i liked the the analogy that he made it right now it's fighting and it's just letting the storm go by and pass by because those storms are temporary after the big storms it comes the sun
2: so So that's uh, exactly what he said you know you have to right now you have to be uh really serene storm you have to, your mind, you know, you have to be uh, tranquillo mm-hmm. and you have to come out of this all together. Just keep quiet, mm-hmm. keep working. Uh, Don't it panic. looks like a Chiesa is going to be out f- until 2022. Yes, McKinney is not in that bad of a shape. But uh, the next game, I guess, he's scared uh, against Salernitana because Salernitana plays with the heart. They play well against Cagliari. He's just playing. This one is just all mind, game. mind games. But uh, he, he's going to bring some uh, some uh, young, uh, young, some people that are young and that are fresh and they are, can score together with the experience of Achiellini who is the captain of the ship.
0: In the in the words of uh, the great Katy Perry, after a hurricane comes a rainbow. So, like, <laughs> is a rainbow coming for Juventus?
3: You guys are cracking me up. Right <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want someone listening to this and just be like. <laughs> I'm never going to use that information. Uh, then, Antonio, if someone ever gets trapped in a storm and they start panicking, they're going to start remembering from the audio podcast. Antonio said, don't, don't panic. panic. Never don't panic. panic. No, 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 no no survive, no, no. survive no, the storm. a minute,
2: wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Allegri said, don't panic. Not Antonio. He... But reaffirmed it. He, Anto reaffirmed, reaffirmed. Who is reaffirmed a fisherman from so the fisherman? His words are heavier than but Allegri's, I think. All Hold on, but don't. It came out uh-huh. from Allegri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But
3: okay. having Anto reaffirmed that since he's By been me, in the sea, what were your about his the game? whole life <laughs> <laughs> makes it better. <laughs> My thoughts for the game. Well, I know me and Antonio predicted Atalanta win. You guys, I know you said uh, you don't think your your father's a uh, favorite saying where he's like. I, I,
2: I can't see. I predict one one. I predict a tie. Yeah. And you I, said you in the last lose, minute, it was inches away Mike's from. What were your 1-1. thoughts about the game. I
3: think uh, Atalanta overall played a better game. I think they do they deserve it. Juve at the end they were trying to scramble to get that goal, but I just feel like it wasn't enough. Um, you guys, I know you, you guys both said that you feel a draw would have been justifi- justifiable, but I think Atalanta overall, in terms of their urgency, their pressing, uh, pretty much a whole game. I th- really think they deserve the three points uh, at the a- Allianz Stadium. So I thought I thought it was well deserved. And Atalanta's uh, proven me and a lot of people still wrong of how well they they keep bulldozing through these uh, top opponents too. Zapata, this guy scores so much against Juventus. He doesn't shy. Out through the big moments where we see a lot of players do so. Uh, I definitely tip my hat to Atalanta, and I'm back on the Atalanta hype train.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think that Atalanta played a played a really good match. Uh, same intensity that you always see uh, from from that team, and it's not easy to go to Torino and to win. No matter no matter what, no matter even if you will say that Juventus deserved a tie. Yeah. Um, it definitely helps when zabata has got Morata assisting him, losing the ball, and and giving you a clear chance. I thought McKennie was the best player from Juventus, and then when he went off, he was playing way too much to the right, on the right side. Uh, when he went off, Juventus really didn't have anything. But there's a problem with the team. We've known this for a little while. Uh, Allegri, you know, needs to find... He needs to take Juventus out of this, uh, this way mm-hmm. that they're in right now. But against Atalanta, this is the direct competitor for Champions League. These are two of the strongest teams that are going to be fighting for that fourth spot because... The the three at the top are going to be there. Inter, Milan, and Napoli are going to be the first three, and then there's going to be that fourth team. And Juventus and Atalanta are both really strong for it. And the way that Atalanta is looking right now, incredible.
1: I will not be surprised if Atalanta wins the Campionato on the long run Believe we're not we're not that far uh, we're not that far ahead in the, into the the schedule. So uh, you just blame a little bit Morata. I, I will say even Bonucci's position was a little bit questionable on uh, on the goal of uh, Zapata. So. Uh, it was too far away from him and uh, normally bonucci is the one that gets uh, glued to the to the defender but uh, given the fact that it was a lost ball in the midfield uh still bonucci is supposed to be taking uh, some of the responsibility for the goal but nevertheless to me i slightly disagree with you the best the best uh player of juventus was diballa i saw him coming down and taking three ball away on uh, on the three-quarter of juventus coming all the way from the top of the box of Atalanta, and he just really—I don't know—maybe he's been asked to uh, to show uh, his heart when he plays and all the stuff, and uh, get involved a little bit more on the defensive uh, uh, role, um, trying to uh, to get the ball back. But again, the ball I think is trying to overdo, but uh, the team is not all together over there, and uh, it's something is missing. So, uh, I
0: have a question for you. Before I say the question, we mm. do have to thank um, our premium sponsors of the podcast and of TV this year, Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're watching this today, you can be watching Serie A. If you're in the United States, Paramount Plus is the place for you. Link is at the top of the description to get a seven day free trial. Mm. If I allowed you to choose one player, and uh, don't forget about age, just technique, skill wise, that you could put into your team Vlaovic or Zapata, who would you put into your team?
2: Um. I will probably, right now, I will go with Vlaovic. Uh, How come? Well, the kid is playing with uh, so much weight on his shoulder. Uh, Zapata is not, and he still is coming through, and he's the leading scorer of the Campeonata. I mean, he's, uh, he's the leader. of. Um, he's on top of... Um, of the scorer. So I uh, I think this, this kid has got, not only has got skills, he's got talent, he's got character. Mm.
0: We'll uh, transition that into Fiorentina's talk for a second too. They lost to Empoli. I couldn't believe this. They were up 1-0, Vlaovic scored the goal. Uh, like you said, 11th goal in the in the season is three and two games too. Capo at the moment. 86th minute, 87th minute, Empoli scored their first goal. And then 89th minute, they scored their second. uh Pino Monti scored the game winner. Again, that same trend with Fiorentina towards the end of the matches That they concede a lot of goals Um, They're they're still, you know, Empoli's a really good side You know, we had spoken, I was very big on Andrea Zoli And he's proven to be really strong with Empoli Uh, You know, on Fiorentina, you know, these kind of games You don't want them to happen They're coming off of such a major win against AC Milan Uh, So they just need to focus on their concentration, I think Towards the second half, because everything else is really good. Everything else that they do uh, is fantastic, and there's building blocks. You know, maybe some transfers in January could help Italiano. Uh, maybe it's a, you know, it's it's about managing the game towards the end, or maybe he he needs to tighten things up and not go for it at a certain moment of the match. Uh, but that's a style, and and that it just shows you how how unpredictable the Serie a is. Anything on Empoli Fiorentina?
1: Oh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot that um, you know the Fiorentina. Not because uh, you know they slapped AC Milan at four-three the, the, the first week, but uh, I, as I said before, in Serie A you don't take anything for granted. You can you can just beat AC Milan the week before and lose against the bottom of the of the table. Nothing is a given, mm-hmm. so you have to fight every single one. And uh, Allegri been saying that he's afraid that Salernitana is he, he has his own. Uh, he's right by uh, by saying that, even though we think he's downplaying already on his mind, he's trying to play in mind game. You know, up to a point, because at any, time, at any point, at any time, you know, those are the teams that you wanted to just beat hey, I said, hey, if we go to Serie B, at least we, we leave, we just, uh, we, we left uh, the, the Serie A by having beat Juventus, a couple other big teams, so those are things that uh, they play into the head of those players. You know what, man, uh,
0: You know what that makes me think of? Makes me think of Sassuolo. Yeah, look what because happened to AC Sassuolo Milan yesterday. is a team that, I was checking their, their last form, they tied to Cagliari, they tied to Udinese um, in their last two games, right? And you would think that they're going to play against AC Milan, yeah. one of the best teams. There's no way. But if you see them, they love to play up. They love to, against the top teams, They they love to show up. What happened to to Mila?
1: I didn't see the game. I watched some of the highlights, but very disappointed. But I, think nice I saw the, the game. To
3: Mila. Uh, that was uh, first of all. That was great football by Dionisi. Um, just like you were saying, um, they do play up to their opponent. They they manage not to get the full full points against the uh, the lower teams but first of all Milan made a lot of mistakes Bakayoko Kesia Kessie was, was at fault for two of the goals and then Berardi just outclassed Romagnoli he made him Romagnoli fall on his face pillow, incredible he gave him sleeping pills Anto, after that uh, I've, but, uh, never,
0: I've never seen a body fall like the way that Romagnoli it was scary fell.
3: I'm not gonna lie the way he fell it was it was very strange it reminded me of
0: Boateng vs Messi it was face first remember Boateng versus Messi yeah, when Messi that. cuts in one way mm. and Boateng just falls Ice skates. over the yeah. way Romagnoli, Romagnoli yeah, he started yeah. the game so well too he scored the goal then he ended up getting Getting sent off after he uh, yeah. got embarrassed by Berardi
3: uh, No, that was the Frel at the time where he got the, uh, sent yeah. off. Um, but uh, the Wisa Swallow breaks. They play such great liquid football. Look like, a, uh, I don't, obviously, I don't mean to this point, but look like a Barcelona in terms of uh, tiki taka, making space, sends it, sends it around, and their counterattacks. They were so dangerous. That wings, Mila, you know. No, no, just in general, sending it through even their fullbacks uh, left and right. They're so good with their feet. Like, I know Gaetani always say, don't pass it back to your goalkeeper. But they kept, pa- kept passing the uh, defenders. They played such synchronized. It was so enjoyable just to watch that kind of football, especially from a mid-table team from them. But then again, yeah, Milan did make mistakes and stuff like that. So if they didn't make those mistakes, it would have been a much uh, closer match overall. He was,
0: Antonio was right because last week you said that Tomori is your most important player more than Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I think we saw that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You see, defensively, I never was never eye on Romagnoli since the, the first day that we got him, 25 million euro. I uh, 25 million euros. I was hoping that this guy here will come on his own with his, with the time a little bit, with some experience. The fact you're playing in San Siro, all the jeers of the. He's gotten playing, worse. He has not gotten any better. I, I don't worse. think he's gotten worse, but he hasn't gotten any better. No, he started, started very well. Uh, to me, to me, Maldini is trying to resign him. I think they're working on his uh, new uh, new contract. But uh, for me, I would have just looked for somebody else. And uh, I, w- I don't think he's even a backup. I think Bramagnoli can really qualify, qualify as a backup I mean, defender really? Not for even backup. Juventus is looking for defender.
3: <laughs> Look, he's looking out for you. Such a good a guy. Enough problems.
0: I don't think they want to add him anymore.
2: <laughs> mm. What I would like to add is that there is a a, a change in culture in Serie. A. I feel uh, that these teams like. Atalanta, well, Atalanta we know. But if you go to uh, the Alliance Stadium, you go against Juventus, and you're not afraid. Mm-hmm. That shows. Yeah. That shows Caracan, something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you Sassuolo is the same way. I mean, you go to a big, big team, and you go there, and you're not afraid, and you're playing away. You that's that shows something. I mean, Empoli Fiorentina was a game going back and forth and empoli in the second half they were not afraid they just kept coming and kept mm-hmm. coming and there were some nice triangles that they play both teams uh so i think that's the the big change Verona's done it a couple of times uh venezia uh, venezia did it you know so it's uh it's very it's very nice, very interesting uh it's nice to see how it's refreshing to see how mm. good is
0: Berardi
1: Oof. I wish we had an AC Milan
0: uh, I mean you should just buy him just because he scored 10 goals and no games not against. only that it's just to me so I'm, I'm, you I'm very buy high on Berardi I've always is,
1: been yeah. very high on Berardi very high he's got so much talent you want him on AC Milan yeah huh. Maldini, if you're looking at this I'm serious I I get game. Berardi Domenico is the man I, I don't
2: know. Uh, I think he plays well where he is right now. Sometimes in the national team, he not necessarily performs. Um, I need to see more consistency at a higher level.
0: His skills are really good though. I'll, I'll agree. Like Sometimes his one-on-ones, he's mm-hmm. really strong on them and he brings yeah. a, a great dynamic to the team. The other guy that we got to talk about too is uh, is kamaka mm. who scored a fantastic goal against uh, mm-hmm. the, the first one was a brilliant strike. Think he's uh, one that you could actually believe in for the national of
2: course, team. Of course, of course, I would have given him the the start on one of the games. I mean, he's got he's big, he's got physical strength, and that goal that he scored, Psh, what mm. a skills! I mean, yeah. it's um, I mean, the goal, he didn't even move. Yeah,
3: that was perfectly
2: placed. Oh my god. I mean, the goalie, nothing, nothing. He didn't even have 10. It was unbelievable. Success. You will think with the, Mike. Go ahead. Go and ahead, this, is, this is where we need help. Of course, I would uh, I start them.
1: I was under the impression. I said, we get Mike Magnan back. So I said, hey, I think I feel All a little right. safer on the back. He's a little there. bit rusty. You know, it's, you not got yeah, time, it's not his fault the uh, rules. Ah uh, well, it was a little bit at fault. Uh, one one of the goals was well, the fault. Was one the yeah. distribution? On The Berardi's goal, I think, it was a little bit at fault. He could have just.
3: I
2: think
0: one win and uh, his leg. Yeah, between one. Between, well, well,
3: yeah. between leg.
2: Yeah, but it was a one-on-one
3: though. You, can't you, can, really tell, you blame. can tell that Maignan was not
0: ready to be back. It right. is
3: this first game back. But you can't blame you blame that on Romagnoli who should have defended. Yeah,
0: but yeah. not just clearly. in general, the whole game. Mm-hmm. I like, get yeah. whatever first game. No, back. No,
3: what I'm saying
1: again is uh, this is uh, a situation that uh, all the big teams they are already starting to to have this uh, this new approach built in within their DNA they said, uh, there is no small team of here anymore in Serie A. We have to play like every game, like it's our last game or it's like the championship game. And that's what I want the Italian national team to do. Because now with Scamaca, now, uh, you know... Uh, you, you keep saying to me that uh, you always have been big on Giuseppe Rossi, I said Giuseppe Rossi just starting to score in Serie B. Let's say Giuseppe Rossi keeps scoring, keeps scoring, keeps scoring. I want Mancini to keep uh, to keep his eyes open because this guy here, uh, I he's asked been Anto proven. I asked to give the
0: Ballon d'Or to, he said Giuseppe Rossi. <laughs> 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 so tell
1: me, why well, he's, he's not a uh, caliber, the Ballon d'Or caliber uh, in scoring the past? Goal. In the past. Yeah, the but uh, uh, he can steal, it. still, he can still.
3: Step, step by step, right Anto?
1: Giuseppe, I voted for you for the Ballon d'or.
0: <laughs> Where'd you fall? Online? Don't worry about <laughs> it. None you of went to a coffee <laughs> shop and they asked... <laughs> none of your business,
1: your Mike. None of your business.
0: <laughs> they they I took, took the paper too, yeah. They took the paper you. and they probably threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> there was a... Yeah, anyway.
1: Uh, Marco, but the Ballon right? d'Onton. Since we, we brought it up, so what do you think about Gatano? Messi again? Uh, Everybody's saying Lewandowski deserved no it. No
2: way, no way, Messi. I mean, uh, uh. with the... Uh, with PSG, he has done nothing. He changed from one league to another league, and you can see that he's struggling. Um, he's struggling physically, uh, tactically, technically. is just you know he, he doesn't deserve it. But yeah. the people
0: will say that he won Copa America and he was scored a lot of goals in La Liga last year. Um,
2: I don't know. Doesn't. I think there are other players that uh, that deserve it.
0: I, I do. I I agree. I think that this was clearly Lewandowski's year. He got robbed on the last year that they twenty twenty. He was supposed to. They were just supposed to do the Ballon d'Or. Then they canceled, canceled the, the trophy. The, yeah. uh, and this year, I mean, just look at the the numbers that he scored. Even in the Champions League, I mean, in the Champions League, he scored such big numbers. Like this is every year. Yeah, it, with Lewandowski, it's every year. And and I guess but, in the past yeah. you could have said that all right, he was going up and against an unbelievable Ronaldo and unbelievable Messi, so he couldn't have won it. But I think that now. It's pretty much evened out that it's not like Messi and Ronaldo are doing incredible things that Lewandowski can't win it. So I think it would have been right considering the numbers, considering the stats that he did. And I know some people will say, "Oh, he did it in Bundesliga." He also got Messi now in in Liga and and the one thing is the Copa America, but okay, you know, he he won he won the Copa America, which is a tournament that many people thought that he would have won years ago. I just don't think he was at the caliber to have won the the Ballon d'Or. I think it should have went to Lewandowski, but I'm not surprised in the slightest. So yeah, Let surprise. me just say not this: surprised. This is
1: so important. Okay, if you if you are a professional, right, and you are you are Messi, right, and you got Lewandowski right next to you, you know that you don't deserve it because uh, of <laughs> what this guy has, the number that this guy, not not you, because you're not. You yeah, know I, I, mean? I know what's coming. So, so uh, I, if I, if you are Messi and you know that somebody deserves, not just. Just as good as you, you deserve it, or just but he deserves a lot more because of, of the numbers. whatever he has showcases and all the stuff. Why don't you do that? You take the ballon door and say, Hey, by the way, you know what? They gave it to me, but you know what? You deserve it more than me. I brought that up before there the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, you did it not to no, me. not to he, you, do, not was, to you in a group so chat. So Messi I said Messi that,
0: uh, that. that uh, last week, uh, that last year he did deserve it. Uh, just to give him a little bit of credit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's never going to happen. He wants to say that I won seven. The sponsors, yeah. he's the only person to yeah. ever win seven. Of course, he's not going to give it to Lewandowski. But
3: Lewandowski also has more goals in less games than him. I understand uh, Messi won the goal. I don't want to make this a big argument, but I, for the most part, the stats speak for themselves, I, I think, personally.
0: Jorginho finishing third. It uh, was yeah. the first time we had an Italian that uh, finished in the podium, the top three since uh, Cannavaro in 2006. So, very happy for Jorginho, despite the many things that are said about the guy. I mean, if you were to read some of the comments from some people about Jorginho, the guy misses uh, three penalties, and he went from being the hero of uh, the hero that every Italian wanted to fight and be proud of, or look, he could be uh, in the Ballon d'Or race, or even if he didn't, he's a hero in, in the team that won the Euros in an incredible fashion, to a complete villain that people will say really bad stuff about. Shame. I can't stand that just a couple missed penalties. Do I, am I mad about the penalties? Yeah, I'm pissed about the penalties. I do not take that out on Jorginho. And maybe if he didn't, if he would have scored... If, okay, so here's a question. If he scored versus England in the final, and he scored versus Switzerland to get us to the World Cup, do you think he would have had more of a chance to win the Ballon d'Or? I no. would say yes.
2: No, he would have been number two. Yeah. No, I would
0: say yes. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Ma- have, no. I would say yes. Would I would say more yes. Yeah. More of a chance for sure, but I still do think I would was going to fal- win. It. I would I have, I would have it argued it online a little bit more. Now, yeah. I yeah. couldn't have exactly. even argued it's, it. It's harder. It's harder. I would harder, say yes. for it sure.
1: Unfortunately, it didn't go his way, but it is what it is. So We're uh, still still, it's a good showing. Roma
0: won best goalkeeper, which is rightfully so. Some people were mad that Mendy from Chelsea didn't win it. But for me, Donnarumma was the best, are you the, best, kidding me? the best keeper. He won uh, well, the Champions, Champions League, League yeah, yeah, what are you going to do with that? But, uh, but Donnarumma <laughs> do in mean? the Euros was unbelievable. <laughs> he also, don't even forget, not just the Euros, what he did with AC Milan to mm-hmm. get them back into Champions League and in a competitive spot was unbelievable. Donnarumma deserved best keeper and He's in the top 10 as well. Uh, so for just sure. to
2: close on Jorginho, he did score on a penalty on Sunday. I know. <laughs> That's <saw>. sure <laughs> true. Against Man United. Mm. And mm. another thing, Anto, uh, your boy Kier
0: uh,
3: got 18th place, <laughs> which is a great feat for him for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Congratulations.
3: Thanks. Well,
1: but, yeah. I
0: mean, they were, I know some people, Dani Alves said that, uh, Dani Alves said that Ericsson should have won it. And, and there were some people that were saying, um Kier, I know in Italy, one of the, Paolo Condo. he's, you know Paolo Condo. he's from Sky. He Journalist. voted, he voted Jorginho as number one, and he mm. voted, uh, he voted Kier as number five. Mm. Which, I mean, they, they choose one representative from, from each country, I mean, you gotta be unbiased in a sense. I know that we want, we would love Jorginho I'm to unbiased. Win. I would pick I think Cassano Giuseppe. even though he's not
3: playing still.
0: Cassano <laughs> No, no, Ossi. this
1: time we are super Giuseppe Rossi no, number one because he's still playing. Donnarumma. Roma second, Cassano too.
0: Where's Shefchenko? Bring Shefchenko to... <laughs> It's like only current anyway, players, Anto. I think, I think we've known for many years what the Ballon d'Or is. But this year was the final uh, curtain that yeah. you really understand that it's a popularity Popular, contest. Yeah, that's and that's fine. Like if it wants to be a popularity contest, we, Jorginho, he got the trophies that matter. He got the Champions League mm-hmm. and he got the Euros. That made a nation proud. The Ballon d'Or, what does the Ballon d'Or do? The Ballon d'Or makes a person proud and his family. It's mm-hmm. not a. It's not the same as as your country. It doesn't weigh. A it doesn't
3: weigh a lot to me anymore. To be honest, a Ballon d'Or just because I feel like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, it's
3: anyway. a popular heritage. It's Mike, not. It's not based on merit. For it's you, not Mike. Based on merit.
1: Well, you're never gonna wear it because you're never gonna win a Ballon d'Or. I mean, uh, yeah, what is you know, well, I'm not a
3: player. What kind
1: of, <laughs> so what are you saying, Dad? But <laughs> I'm
3: saying, Anto, you should be rewarded for your hard work on meritocracy, not because oh he's a more popular player.
0: Would not anyway, you agree? Uh, let, let's talk about. about uh, uh, Let's talk about, what's the, what was the big game that I want to talk about? Uh, Napoli-Lazio. Mm. 4-0 win for Napoli without Osiman, without Anguissa, without a lot of their key players. I really like that Spalletti played Mertens instead of Petagna up top. You know, because I was checking the stats, and every time that uh, Petagna, every time Osiman came off, he put in Petagna. And I know Mertens was injured, but even when Mertens was there, he was constantly subbed in for a Zielinski or, or mm. a different type of player. Uh, so a really good credit to Spalletti for that because Martins uh, scored two fantastic goals uh one better than the other quite literally and they
1: actually won. missed another one one almost a big and Napoli
0: one. did not skip a beat uh I think 30 minutes in they were already they already had total 30. control of the match uh, and Lazio were just completely lost Sarri against his former team Napoli I think sometimes when he was watching that ball being passed around one touch he was probably it's like, uh, that was me sitting in a <laughs> lot of me. in a lot of regrets <laughs>
1: Gattano, he did didn't mean? look good because he was unshaved, and uh, his his <laughs> notebook was, I uh, said, oh, my God,
2: God only knows what Gatano is thinking about it. <laughs> but he probably right needed, right like, down? three notebooks it, to write yeah. down. Oh, my I'll God. What did, did, did he write wet? No, I didn't see the whole game. Um, I saw the highlights. I saw the goals, the Mertens score. I was really surprised. I mean, where was it? 20 minutes, 25 minutes? Yeah, it was already it was three nothing. Like yeah. Oh, my God. So I missed the first 20, 25 minutes. The game was already three nothing. <laughs> and uh, I was really surprised <clears throat> because Lazio, I mean, you think that they're going to show up. And with that team, Immobile was back, and the midfielder is there, uh, you know, Saturday against Napoli. Um, his old team. Yeah. His old team. I mean, you're going to give them a game, a run for you. And then you think uh, Napoli, Osiman is missing. And, and Isa, Politano. Right. They had uh, a couple of players missing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was really impressed. I was really impressed by Napoli, even though they have a tough, tough schedule coming up uh, com- yeah. in the next month. So, um, very, very... Who doesn't, Gatano? T- everybody has it. No. Every big test. You've no, had, you know, have an had easy had schedule, schedule but, coming but up. But I know we,
0: if, if you mean that in Serie A, even the easy games, they yeah. are yeah. like absolutely turn really right. tough. I gotta say, Zielinski is one of my favorite midfielders in Serie A. He has been for some time. I've really liked him. I know in the beginning of the season, some people were saying he wasn't—he didn't look the same. You know, maybe because he wasn't scoring goals. Mm-hmm. But honestly, now that he's getting fired up, he's getting heated up. He can do everything. He could play one touch. He's great on the ball. He's calm under pressure. He's that added factor going forward because he can service his attackers in a great way, and then he could score goals. He really is. One of those perfect midfielders, 360 degrees, smart, intelligent, and does and works hard. And I really like Zielinski, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that he's scoring. I'm happy that he's doing well. Yeah, yeah, I
3: mean, Napoli, just watching that game, it looked like a video game. They played like a near perfect game. They didn't let poor Lazio do anything. They had one chance from the corner, hit the crossbar. But other than that, I'm so disappointed in Sari and Lazio. Like, what do you think is wrong? I don't know. I don't know if they bought in Sadi's philosophy of keep passing the ball a million times in training, or if they're sick of that, or that's not the team that they're going to do it, because we know that midfield is a little bit older, and you know how they say you can't really teach a new tri- uh an old dog new tricks and stuff? I'm not mm. sure if it's sticking. I just really don't know what the problem is, but... That was a disgraceful performance by Lazio. I expected a very good match. And by like Gaetano said, he missed the first 20 minutes. The game was over. They knocked the wind out of them and that was it. And that's totally unacceptable from Sarri they didn't show any hunger at all and i don't know what the future is going to be with saudi and lazio but no, it's not it's not looking bright. About sacking no not but i'm just saying the way it's going i will sack him the way i feel like every time i talk about lazio it's always negative because they're not showing well, up to the expectations well, it's weird
0: because they, they usually have shown up in in the big games you know that that was the one thing about them is that against a tough opponent they were there i think that i think that saudi's game is a very high press we know they like to attack But when you have that sort of defense in the back, that can't clean up the mistakes because individually, who do they have that's really good in defense? There's nobody that... I I don't like the defense. I never liked the defense. Felipe? And when you don't have that, you can't really play that sort of style. And it's going to take time. Of course, again, it's kind of... I I relate to uh, Juventus-Chelsea that lost 4-0. You could lose to Chelsea. Lazio, you could lose to Napoli, yeah, yeah. but to lose four zero 0 fashion, that fashion, with, fashion. In
3: that fashion with, without different. doing
0: anything, yeah. that's the real thing. You know, if you lose a battle against Napoli, they're the best team, one of the best team, in first place in Serie A. But okay, like but the way that they went out, and this Cataldi, uh, I don't like Cataldi. He loses the ball constantly. He was he was at mistake for one of the goals as well. I understand that Sadi says that he he likes to play Cataldi because defensively he helps balance out Luis Alberto and Milinkovic Savic. I don't agree.
1: Listen, let me just say something. What I found more, what really bothered me is to see the movement of of the bench. So at the beginning of the second half, this guy's pulling all the big guns out, Sarri. He's He's taking out Milinkovic, he's taking out Luis Alberto. He's taking out all the best players. I said, what are you doing that you're really conceding? Give it a shot. Maybe you score one goal and uh, and then a second goal and maybe things are like starting to be back on track. But at the beginning of the second half, I don't know if he did it as a punishment or he, he didn't see any efforts coming out from those guys. He takes them out. You know what you do by doing that? You're sending, you're sending the signal to the, uh, the the opponents. I said, hey, listen, we, uh, we took the, the rose and we put it into the boat. The boat is going with the wind. That's it. We, say, we In Italy, we said, like I said on the live show, tirare i in barca means pulling the rows out of the water put it into the water and let the boat the boat goes drip. lots
0: of water analogies today so uh
1: <laughs> not not a not a great, uh, it was not good and it was not good for the spectator that they paid uh, uh that, that kind of money to go at the stadium watching savage watching uh, all of those big uh, lazio players and took the trip from rome to napoli to uh, to witness that stuff Speaking I think of it, money, yeah,
0: uh, Venezia-Inter, uh, 1-0, Inter 1. They didn't overextend themselves. They did their job. They knew that they were coming off of uh, you know the European break. They were playing Venezia in Venice, uh, who again, credit to Venezia because they were coming off of two wins in a row. They beat Roma. They beat uh, Bologna, I believe. Uh, was it was the second game which hadn't happened they have some players that can make you challenge uh Paolo Zanetti's a, an exciting young coach uh who you know says he loves to attack even though we didn't see it not even for a second uh, in the match but Inter that's that's a champions of italy performance right there don't overdo yourself they did just enough to get those to, to get the job it's 2-0 yeah. by the way did two I say 1-0 zero. Zero? they got a penalty towards the end yes, yeah, yeah. forgot so they didn't they didn't overextend themselves too much there was really nothing from Venetti besides the one shot that was almost a brilliant yeah. shot. Uh, but besides that, nothing for Venezia and uh, Smart from Inter. And the only other thing I would say is that this guy, Brozovic, just watch Brozovic. Kids out there, if you're going to play center midfield, watch Brozovic, the little things that Brozovic does to open up and connect the entire team. It's the stuff that goes unnoticed, but it's the stuff that once you see it, you can't unsee it. And mm. when he's not there, you really realize Brozovic has been fantastic. Any takeaway from this game?
2: I mean, uh Business uh, as usual. Inter, uh, as a matter of fact, when it comes to those games, they know exactly what they want to do. They have uh, the players, uh, uh, they don't, even if they change and they put Correa, they take out Lautaro, they put Dzeko. I mean, they have now a a tactic uh, scheme where every uh, Sunday they go there, everybody knows their responsibility. I've seen uh, good, t- I didn't like, I have criticized Perisic for for years back because I thought that with Inter he didn't perform, then with Bayern he performed, then he came back. I think now, I mean, he takes his men all the they he takes them on and he makes nice crosses and things happen from the left side, they happen from the right side, they happen from the middle with Brozovic, who is the maestro over there, and somebody comes, Cuts in, and uh, Hakan takes a shot, a goal. I mean, things are happening from everywhere, and the defense is solid. So everybody's doing their job, and they're getting their yeah, the Yeah, Darmian, Darmian. Do Dhar-myan, you, regret, you, regret, Do go you ahead.
0: regret Hakan leaving? I didn't
1: regret can leaving. He left on his own because uh, we were in the process of resigning him. And believe it or not, I don't regret it, uh, him leaving because wow. we have prime deals that is just as good much better than uh, Hakan. Okay,
0: but when you're seeing Hakan score those goals, do you sometimes think that maybe… No, no,
1: really. It's place, part, of the part of the game. You know, you're scoring against uh, Venezia. Come on. He
3: wipes away the tears quickly. I mean he against mm. Milan too.
1: It's all right. Then what happened then? He did, they didn't win the game. <laughs>
3: But regardless, I do agree with Gaetano. They won the defending champs. They know what they have to do. They know that um, Inza, even Inzaghi hasn't, you know, won the Scudetto. But uh, Inzaghi knows these players have the now that DNA that they tasted that victory. So Handanovic is a leader. They have their defense. They've been there. They've been there all together. And I just feel like... This is Inter's scudetto to lose at the end of the day. Um, right now they're a point away from Milan, and I believe only four points away from Napoli. There's still a lot of time. They're gonna really fight, fight it till the end, and they're just comfortable. They've they've overcame it before, and I think they know that they could do it again. What'd you What's think? the
1: schedule for Inter, by the way?
0: What do you think about uh, Roma's win over Torino? We'll go. We'll do the schedule mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Roma's
3: win. Uh, against Torino, that's a good one. But before we do go to that, uh, we know that uh, CBS made a great uh, promo clip, this time covering Juventus. So I want you guys to check this out. It is a minute long. I've been seeing a lot of feedback. You guys have been loving the cine- the cinematic uh, videos they've been doing. We're gonna insert it now. Let us know what you guys think.
4: Black and white, the beauty of Turin lies in its contrasts. World famous, yet undiscovered. Once a kingdom of its own, then the first Italian capital. It's the home of palaces and powerhouses. Shrouded in clouds and closer to snowy mountains than the Mediterranean, it's often overlooked. But the culture could never be. Defined by high standards and high class, in Turin you don't speak about what you have. You just know you have it. It's in the cathedrals, the characters, the streets, the stadium. So grand and picturesque that it founded Italian cinema. The dramatic is everywhere. The contrast is everywhere. For the old lady, a club founded by youth in this ancient city. Success is black and white. And she will mesmerize us until the end.
0: They're they're so awesome. I know some people were asking, too, where where the next one's coming. I think, can I say who the next team is?
3: I can't. I don't. Know, I don't know to be honest. Right, I don't, so don't say it just, right, just say in it, case. Yeah, guys, everybody's
0: yeah. team is is coming. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, so it's enjoy, great. Enjoy it's great the to one see. As it is. Uh, But link in the
3: description, guys. uh, Seven day free trial to get uh, your Paramount subscription. I know Anto loves saying that. Listen again. Now I got
1: another line for Paramount. I thought that that uh, the (laughs) phone now. No, no. Listen to this. Before I thought that you have to go to Starbucks and and pay this extra money. Right now, even if you go to Seven Eleven, you end up spending (laughs) more than five dollar if you get a latte or something like that. So hey, guys,
2: he really pays. To just subscribe and, and get paramount plus just do it inflation everything is going up except Paramount+. Plus. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a win-win. And if you get the one-year subscription, you you end up saving an expensive box. This
0: is going to become a rant about how how everything is becoming very expensive. Uh, We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, we were. Mike, what do you think about uh, Roma's win over Torino? 1-0.
3: This is good, first of all, for Tammy Abraham. I was a little skeptical whether if Torino and Juric were going to do something. But for the most part, Roma played pretty good. Um... I'm happy for Mourinho and Tammy Abraham. I believe he has three goals in two games right now, so he is finding his form. A lot of people in the beginning were saying he started with a slow start, but you know, first of all, it's his first season. But, but I think, but I think Tammy, I think next season, if he if he stays with Mourinho and this project builds, I can see him uh, doing some wonders over there. Because even with Lukaku. Um, the first season he he did good but the second season he really exploded with Inter and Conte so if he really gets experience under his belt he's that kind of striker that has the vision he can send those assists he's physical and I think he's a leader and he's very young so I I see a lot of positives for him especially if you're a Roma fan
0: I like uh, Zaniolo Uh, him and Mourinho the relationship that they have is extremely strong Uh, they're both liking each other a lot Um, And Mourinho is very protective over Zaniolo. And and I'm really just liking the way that he's coming back into form, Uh, You know, returning from injury. He needs to be that guy. And and sometimes it's really beautiful to watch. If you watch Zaniolo just run with the ball at his feet, he looks like a horse. I mean, he he gallops his way forward, and it looks like it's a train that nobody can stop. Mm. Uh, So we hope that for, for everybody that Zaniolo can continue that. Unfortunately, one of the bad things, Pellegrini got hurt. He's gonna be out for thirty to forty days. Oh, yeah, again, so he's injured uh, as well. But uh, either way, Ooh,
1: that's that's. A, I hope that uh, some of those yeah. big big names that we uh, we can get them healthy for uh, for the for our qualification at the World Cup because that's what I, my my main concern is right now. I mean, two weeks here, three weeks a month. It's I can just really suffer through, and but uh, I want those guys uh, to be ready to play when Mancini is gonna call them up.
0: Once March first comes, I hope all the Italian players just take it a little bit <laughs> easy in it uh, it right? the Campionato. <laughs> let's all understand. In one. between March, we,
1: we don't have any. We don't have any uh, uh, friendly games with the Italian national team. I'm not sure. As of
3: now, it hasn't been announced, but there's still plenty of time, so I'm sure they will schedule a few. They, sh- they should probably. They usually
0: do. One. do. Um, yeah. What else we got to talk about? I think that's uh, pretty much it. Um, One thing that we do got to mention, there's obviously the elephant in the room is the controversy that's going around with the Plus Valenza uh, Mm -hmm. in Italy. There's uh, over 60 cases that uh, that's being investigated right now, uh, 42 of which are from Juventus. um, And then there's other ones that they're taught Napoli with Ossiman and and Roma. Uh, We're going to try to get an expert on who understands uh, Plus Valenza, which is like capital gains is I believe the, the right mm-hmm. um, translation of it. We're gonna try to get an expert on to really talk about it. Obviously, it's a, it's a weird thing to to, to discuss because we are not experts in that field. You know, we know the ball, we know how the ball moves. But when you start talking about this, side, like, yeah. can somebody, you know, how do you classify, what's scientific to determine a right. player's price? I don't know, I don't even know what that really means. So yeah, the, it's
2: a good idea to get somebody uh, that knows it well. From what I understand is, you buy somebody for $10 million, and then you, you sell them for $50 million, so you made $40 million, but it's divided then, uh, because there is a depreciation of the player as you go along, but let's say you, you gain $40 million, and I think now you could spend that $40 million. So if somebody, you bought for $10 million and is worth $20 million, but you say he's worth $40 million. That's an advantage that the club has because then they can spend more money. That's what but I understood, yeah, the, but like I said, I'm not an expert. Maybe it's a good idea yeah, well, I'm to, get to get an expert on that we can interview
0: somebody and get a, a better understanding of because there's big terms th- being thrown around. Like right. There's there's so many headlines.
2: But the um, you know, nobody that, knows exactly the outline. The, that's more or less what it what it's, uh, it's but about. But the value
1: of the player, from what I understand, is only subjected to the to the to the market uh, the, to the you ongoing you, market you or to d- the, you to the make teams. A deal
2: with uh, you make a deal with Barcelona mm-hmm. and you say, hey, this player you know what, let's make him worth 40 million. And you give me another player, we make him worth 40 million. And we
0: both, we both. But what clean. he was saying Even is exchange. it's subjective. It's if, you know, the value of something is determined by Who determines what's the value by of by the player. Buys, yeah, you know? right. Like for, for me, maybe a $15 coffee, I would never buy a $15 coffee, mm. but to Antonio, it's worth $15. Mm. No, no, wait. Oh boy.
2: Let's make an example. Okay, let's say Pjanic. Pjanic is worth, 30 million dollars mm-hmm. but barcelona says you know i'll give you 40 mm-hmm. or i'll give you 50 but for arthur you give me also 50. Mm-hmm. now there's nobody else who's going to pay 50 million for Pjanic, but both of them are, are. but it, can there and, be and a and case and, there and then and then you say so you it's know i made i uh, made 40 million dollars you make 40 million dollars now you can spend more money that's the way i understand. it's hard
0: it. to prove though Gatano. But i don't think i don't think anyone would have paid let's just give for example barcelona bought coutinho for 100 million i don't think if you asked any other club in the world they would have spent 100 million for coutinho or dembele or maguire for 90 for million maguire <laughs> for, <laughs> that guy if you maguire will give it to me for free i will never say <laughs> you just keep it but you know what i'm saying uh, but
2: the thing is uh i think to so man the,
0: united he was worth 90 but if two. uh if Milan, Milan wanted it, Milan would be like 30000000 Not million. Non-even. Non-even. Guy thought it was like, I'm done explaining this. Expert. That's we it. That's we need an expert. <laughs> we need an expert. Yeah, I'm done. Expert. <laughs> <We're> not, none <laughs> of us at this table are intelligent enough to... Hey, speak for yourself. Right? Speak, for, speak yourself. for yourself. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to explain out. this mm-hmm. we, we know the ball we know uh we know the, the tactics and stuff sometimes sometimes that's honestly it's what we're probably best uh, speaking about but we try to keep you updated uh, we'll try to get an expert to talk about that uh, I think that's it guys hope you enjoy Serie A real soon make sure you like the video subscribe we're also available on audio I know some people sometimes send us messages oh can I just play the audio in the car Spotify uh, iTunes Google Play Stitcher everywhere uh, honestly the, the Stitcher audio, Stitcher, yeah, it's a yeah, it's platform, and yeah, sometimes people mm-hmm. listen yeah. to it wherever you want. So, when you, you guys want? are on the bus, instead so of watching
3: the video, you can listen to it there. So,
2: there are games, right? Coming up, yeah, scheduled. So, about. uh, today for the people that are listening, uh-huh. which is uh-huh. tomorrow, Tuesday, Fiorentina, Sampdoria, Atalanta, Venezia, Salernitania, Juventus, Verona, Cagliari, and on Wednesday, we have Inter Spezia, Bologna, Roma, nice game, uh, Sassuolo, Napoli, Genoa. Milan, Shechenko and Torino, the Empoli. The last game on Thursday will be Lazio, Udinese.
0: There we go. Some good matches. Let's see uh, what's at stake, guys. As always, thank you so much for watching. We will talk to you soon. Ciao, awesome. Ciao guys.
3: guys. Forza Serie and forza si. Casano.